for the Financial Times in Delhi. I'm Jyotsna Singh and this is FT News. Two years ago, India was being hailed as the bright spot in a gloomy global economy. It raced past China, briefly quoting the top slot as the world's fastest growing economy. But India's much-touted economic boom has been faltering in recent months. The FT's South Asia Bureau Chief Amy Kasman caught up with prominent economist and India's former Central Bank Governor Raghuram Rajan to find out what's causing the economic slide. Mr. Rajan, thanks for taking the time to talk with the FT. In your view, what explains India's sharp economic slide over the last year or so? I think part of what must be happening is private investment has been very weak. The question is, why is private investment weak? Part of the reason is probably the twin balance sheet problem, bad debts on corporate balance sheets, as well as bad debts on bank balance sheets, and that needs to be cleaned up. We had also two other shocks. One was the demonetization shock, which happened last year. And most recently, we've had the goods and services tax, which has been somewhat disruptive. I think in the long run, the goods and services tax reform will be very beneficial for the economy. But in the short run, as firms have anticipated it, it has been somewhat disruptive. Add these three elements together, I think you can explain some of what has been going on. The other factor I think one has to keep in mind is that part of the reason Indian growth was strong was commodity prices were falling. Those commodity prices have stopped falling and that has, in a sense, not contributed anymore to growth. So that's perhaps part of the reason also. Many people believe that the weak growth in the last quarter was because of last year's cash ban and the new tax system that started on July 1st. Do you expect growth to bounce back quickly or do you think that there are bigger problems that are weighing on the economy? I think as far as the GST goes, that should be a one or two quarter phenomenon and you should see some recovery beyond that. As far as the effects of demonetization, there might be some longer term effects in the sense that the informal economy was affected and that might prevent the informal economy from recovering as strongly. Also questions about how much sentiment amongst small and medium enterprises is affected by demonetization and the associated issues and that's a potential concern. But I think the bigger sort of problem for India today is really cleaning up the balance sheets of the corporates as well as the banks. And we need to do it very fast because these things tend to have persistent effects. When Modi was elected, businesses were very upbeat about India's economic prospects. But given all that's happened, how is the business sentiment now? I get a sense, and certainly from the private investment, that whatever they may say, the sentiment is not strong enough for them to put bricks in the ground or or they're not investing. And that would suggest we need a certain amount of pickup for them to come back in, which would uh, then uh, suggest a revival. So I'm hopeful that at some point it happens. While you were at the helm of the RBI, you put a huge focus on the need for banks to deal with their stressed assets and clean up their balance sheets. Do you think that the RBI has remained steadfast in its commitment to this even since you've left? I don't think there has been any dialing back. And I think that with the passing of the Bankruptcy Act, we have a much better structure now to ensure that, uh, in fact, uh, the best recovery possible of bad debts happens, that there is restructuring of balance sheets of corporates and so on, that we have a system in place now. We have to make it work. So what is happening right now is we're seeing 
how the new system of bankruptcy works, and there will be fiddles that have to be done to make sure that it works as we would desire it to work. But I'm very hopeful that this cleanup can sort of pick up speed at this point. With that in place, with the measures we had put in place, and with the RBI insisting that the cleanup actually happen. Have there been other impediments that have slowed it down? I think throughout it has been a reluctance on the part of the banks to recognize the losses and recognize that this is irretrievable and absorb them on their balance sheets. Part of the problem also has been lack of capitalization, inadequate measure. And for that, the government has to actually put up as we go forward based on the recognized losses. So it's important that all legs actually work. It's not just the regulator. It's the banks have to move forward and more actively. And for that, the bankers may need some protection that, in fact, when they recognize losses, when they write down loans, that they're not investigated for doing something nefarious, that, in fact, they have some protection there. And similarly, I think the government has to step up to the plate and recapitalize them as and when necessary to the extent that is required. I think all that, if it's done sooner rather than later, and there are no new demands of the banks, they're focused solely on cleaning up, we can do it fairly quickly. I'll ask you one final question, which has been the subject of lots of national and international speculation, and that is, were you consulted about the potential pros and cons of demonetization while you are still at the central bank? The Reserve Bank was consulted. We were asked for our opinion, and our opinion was the costs of demonetization would potentially outweigh the benefits. And our opinion was that, uh, I mean, that was our opinion. And then it was up to the government to make a decision. That was Raghuram Rajan talking to the FD's Amy Kasman. Thanks for listening.